What's up, Internet? My name is Nerdy. This is It's Just Video Games. We're back. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I recorded one of these. Sorry about that. You know, things get busy, but I have some good news. I'm double vaxxed. That's right. Look, look at that. I still have the Band-Aid on and everything. A couple weeks from now, I will be as, as inoculated as you can be. You know what I mean? I know there's some scary stuff about that Delta variant going around out there, but... For the next hour and change, because this was a long conversation with Half Blood Tara. That's my guest today, Half Blood Tara, the incredible Twitch streamer. Uh, really, really wonderful channel. I, I've loved getting to interact with her ever since we met. And unlike previous guests on this channel, I haven't really ever spoken to her. We've rated each other, we've kind of talked in chat, but this was the first time that we actually had a conversation. And it's a great conversation. I think uh, it's a lot of fun, and I hope that you listen all the way to the end. So when she can uh, throw her plugs out there because she is worth the follow. She's a great creator and I'm just, I'm so excited. We talk a lot in the conversation about where we were at a month ago and where we're going to be. And I, I love her mindset about it. I love how she thinks about it. And I'm so excited for where she's going to be. I'm so excited for her content. So um, yeah, listen to the conversation or don't turn it off now. I, I don't know why you would do that. That seems weird. You knew she was going to be in the episode. It's in the title. So It'd be kind of weird if you didn't listen to it now. I don't even know why I suggested it. It's weird that I suggested it. I don't know where this is going, so let's get into the episode. <laughs> Ooh, what's up, Half-Blood? I just asked you this before we were recording, but <laughs> I said let's save it. What What is the story? Is it Tara or Tara? Okay, so it's Irish. So, yeah, it's Tara. Mm -hmm. But, okay, here's the catch. I'm half Irish and half Italian, and I was born in Canada. So let me get this straight. So my mom and her side call me Tara mm -hmm. my whole life, but my dad and his side pronounce their A's. They enunciate, so it's always been Tara, like really hard A, really hard first A. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you're in school, being in Canada, I get some weird hybrid sometimes. So you can mm -hmm. just call me, like, Tara. Okay. Tara. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, honestly, it's been like my life. <laughs> I, I I remember when I moved to the States and people were like, because, you know, in Canada, we say pasta. And um, and so when I moved to the States, people were like, it's it's pasta. What what's wrong with you? And then I ended up working at an Italian restaurant and they're like, David, you know, they're like, you, you can't say pasta. Like, you, you either say pasta or we fire you. There is no, like, in-between here. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I finally broke that one. But growing up, it was always pasta. Honestly, okay, that one is, it's pasta. It's always been pasta. But, like, mm -hmm. my nonna used to have this very specific way of saying it. And mm -hmm. uh, it grew on us. So for a while, it'd be, like, pasta. Where pasta. You, like, yeah, where you, like, mush it all together. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all a noodle. <laughs> it's all it's all a noodle i love that yeah. um <laughs> okay okay so um half blood tara then how did you get into video games what was your first video game that's where i like to start here okay so this one taking it way back mm -hmm. okay so my first console ever was the playstation one and it wasn't mine it was my dad's Okay, so your dad was a gamer. I, had... I can respect that. I can respect a fatherly <laughs> gamer. Yeah, but that's the catch. My dad bought the games for said things. So my first introduction to video games were Crash Team Racing, I can get behind. But like games like Driver, I don't know if you remember Driver. I don't. 
Yeah, Driver was like kind of like a weird kind. It was like kind of like GTA, but like just imagine just the cars where you have to like do these like weird quests, but you're just like driving the car. So it's like, like me and my... Need for Speed or something like that. It's like kind of, but mm-hmm. like me and my sisters would just like try to drive perfectly around the town because like, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I was like, I ain't no felon. <laughs> that's so funny. I, I I was recently watching um my wife. Claris, she was playing this is a while back actually she was playing cyberpunk 2077 and she didn't she was driving and i I, she doesn't have a driver's license she's never driven before and i didn't realize that she didn't actually know like what the rules of the road were like it wasn't even that like she didn't know how to drive but she actually like didn't she was like why are they doing that and i was like they're just that that's how you turn like i don't i don't know how to explain to you how you turn left on a road (laughs) and it's just this it was a really like eye-opening i was like oh yeah if you've never learned how to drive then or you never played a lot of driving video games as a kid there's no reason for you to know how these rules work like it's a kind of a weird thing that we all just accept once we've been on the road for a bit yeah that's actually so true because like right now i couldn't imagine what it's like not like to you know like you can't okay actually learning curve i will say this because of where i am now like obvious like i've been driving for a little while now Mm -hmm. so like i learned the rules of the road but in quebec you can't always turn right on a red light and that throws me for a loop every time because i'm like oh, what okay <laughs> i just want to go straight like <laughs> yeah see like, i i i've lived in i lived in I, I live in toronto now um but i was in new york for 10 years um in between uh and so in new york you can't turn right on red because um people people just walk across the street whenever they want right yeah. like there's so much jaywalking so they they made like turning right on red illegal within the city of new york city because it's just too dangerous. Like, you never know what anyone's going to do at any given moment. Uh, so when I moved back here and, you know, we moved to Toronto and I was like, I'm like getting honked at at these lights because I'm like, I, I don't know if I should turn here. I, I don't want to, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I'll i be honest. When I lived in Toronto, I lived there for about a year and a half, almost two years, but a year and a half-ish. Um, I never drove downtown. I refused. I was like, I will take the streetcar in and the streetcar out. I refuse to drive downtown. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. My, uh, yeah. I'm more comfortable in the city now just because I'm used to it. Um, I can't. <laughs> but, yeah, now highways are tough for me. It's, we just have, our Jeep is, we're having some problems. It makes me nervous. I, I, I keep, I just have to, like, pet her and be like, it's okay. I know your transmission <laughs> wants to explode on us at any minute, but just just get us there. It's a Jeep. Those things are meant to live forever. I, that is, that's, that's not what people say about the car that I have, apparently. I bought it, and then people are like, oh, yeah, the, the suspension's pretty bad, and the transmission generally goes, and I'm like, great, thank you. I'm glad I have I'm glad I have that. Um, but it'll be fine. Sh- you know what? I'm sure it's going to be fine. What could, what could go wrong? Exactly nothing, because you're fine. So you started, you started on, like, driving games. What, yeah. When did, when did gaming become, like, important to you? Mm-hmm. Um... Ooh. Okay. So there's like a whole history of gaming with me and like my family. Mm -hmm. So that was like my immediate family. We had a PlayStation. We would play together. But uh, growing up, and I mean growing up until like grade 12, my family used to do this thing every Friday. It was called Cousin Night. And it was where they're my dad's cousins, but they all had kids around the same time. So like we'd be going to Cousin Night where like they would be like rotate houses, but everybody had different games and different game systems. So like every Friday growing up, no matter where we were, we were either, you know, playing Crash Team Racing at like my place mm-hmm. or like my cousins had the first GTA where it was bird's eye view where mm-hmm. we'd like 
play it and we're like, what are we doing? And they also had the original Crash Bandicoot, which was kind of where I got the vibe for, um, not necessarily platformers, but I don't even know how to describe the original Crash Bandicoot because it was like you're, he's, he's coming at the screen. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dodging the boulder. So that and, um, you know, my other cousin, uh, the third rotation, had an N64 where I would watch them play things like Mario, um, Mario 64, or we'd play Banjo Kazooie. And they also had a racing game on the N64 and Smash Bros. Yeah, how to play yeah. Smash Bros. <laughs> Duh. But um, that actually reminds me, I totally forgot we had this, but the original Tomb Raider. That was probably the first adventure game I ever touched. It's a great game. The like, the original Tomb Raider kind of holds up. It does, you yeah. know? You can't hate that. And I remember the exact part that I would end the game every single time because I couldn't pass it. And there was three blocks, and you had to jump across them, and then you get inside to, of the tomb, and it, it's like a dark blue room, and I remember ending it there every time. I never finished that game. I'm really bad for that. Not that is so funny. I, I love... <laughs> I, I feel like the, every gamer has that memory of, like, the childhood game that stumped them for forever. Yeah. I like, should play it now. Oh, yeah. I remember um, there's a moment in... Um, there's a moment in Gold, Silver... Pokemon Gold and Silver, where you have to get the spray can or the spray thing to like wake up Sudowoodo, and oh I had I was just playing it for like my Nerdy Lock challenge on my channel, and I got to that point in the game, and I just immediately went and talked to the woman, and I like knew where she was, and I just I had this like sense memory moment where I was like, oh yeah, I remember being a kid and getting that game and getting so upset because I had no freaking clue how to get, and eventually I figured it out, but like I will never forget solving that puzzle because it took, I think it took me like a month and a half before I finally caved and asked someone at school like if they it knew where it was. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, I completely feel that. Like I didn't have my first Pokemon game until my older sister got Pokemon Blue. Mm -hmm. I had the privilege of playing Pokemon Pinball, but... <laughs> <laughs> But when, once I got my hands on Pokemon Blue, I would say when we got our Game Boy Colors, I took gaming a little more seriously because I, was, I took that thing everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was that kid in the backseat of the... I always had to sit in the backseat of the car. I never got one of those, like, you know, you know in a van, those two seats that everybody wants because yeah. you don't want to go to the back? Well, I never got one. A bucket seat. I never got one. So I would be the kid in the back, you know, like, looking out the window waiting for the streetlight. Because mm -hmm. I, I also didn't have a light on my Game Boy. Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, kids these days um, really, yeah. like, there, there is times where I'm like, you really don't understand how hard it was. Yeah, like, I know. You don't, you don't understand how small the screen was. And the fact yeah. that it was so dark that, like, you had to be in a fluorescent lit room. <laughs> like, you, yeah, it was wild. I yeah. just remember I would have to, like, play my video. I would have, like, my flashlight in the crook of my shoulder. <laughs> While I was playing Game Boy at night, because the uh, the um, the antenna, I had the antenna one that you could look hook on, but it would get yeah. so hot that under the covers, yeah. I couldn't like I just couldn't have it. It would be too hot under the covers, so I'd have this big old flashlight in my neck, and I'd be playing Pokemon all night. Yeah, that was before LEDs, right? So it's yeah. like that light bulb's just emitting heat. Yeah, before they backlit the screen. Yeah, I didn't mm -hmm. have light until my Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then everything lit up. Oh, and, <laughs> and it, like, it changed everything. Right? Mm -hmm. Road trips, road trips, post SP yeah. and pre SP, different worlds. Can I quickly spin off on a tangent? About no, I love tangents. Quick? This show is only tangents, really. <laughs> okay. I, I have no direction. Oh my God. For this. So, speaking of road trips, aside from our awesome Game Boy adventures, okay, this is, I just have to talk about the creativity of my father. Okay. We were going to Alberta one time, and uh, this was pre DVD. 
<laughs> so he took, you know, those like old plastic two-step uh, ladders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this. So we were in a caravan. He took out the bucket seats, put that down, and like literally bungee corded it down to the van. He put a friggin' TV before they were flat screens in the van and hooked up a VHS player. And that's what we watched on our way in that's a van. That's so impressive. Yeah. That's honestly, great. I, I watched like, I think there was like three movies we watched on repeat that entire trip. And that's like a 24 hour drive. <laughs> it was like you heard Mulan singing majority of that time. And I think Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Uh, so after after my parent my, my mom and my stepdad got married um, I, I have three brothers and my stepdad had two daughters so there were six kids in the back of this van from then on right and so we would go to Florida a lot because my family's from the south so we would drive from Calgary Alberta to Florida it's like four days and eight people <laughs> in a van it's awful and oh, yeah. so my parents were buying a new van because you know they were getting married and they had all these kids and they they spent so much money to upgrade the van to have the like built-in dvd player that would stick in the ceiling and i th i think we were i think it made it all the way to florida but on the way back it broke and oh, so no. <laughs> this dvd player worked for exactly one trip and they never got it fixed we had that van for like 16 years they <laughs> never got it fixed it was just broken from the day they got it until the day the van spontaneously burst into flames in the middle of the night in lethbridge alberta um, spontaneously yeah they we someone might have lit it on fire we don't know my parents had given it to my little brother to like as like a drive around car until he found a car um and yeah in the middle of the night it just it, it burst into flames and they woke oh. up in the morning and it was on fire uh, which is fun, but yeah, I just, I, I love, I love that. I was like, after that, like we had, I, I remember like I had a personal DVD player for a trip at some point. Like we, we like had ways to watch movies, but mm -hmm. the, the, the overhead compartment thing was just, it, yeah, never worked again. See, kids these days will never understand. They will, they will never <laughs> understand. You can play cyberpunk in that new Tesla. They're going to have it so yeah. easy. Oh my gosh, I know. It's ridiculous what the Tesla can do and mm -hmm. play. Oh, like, oh, you need my PlayStation controller to hook up to your car? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is there a bit of latency on your Bluetooth controller? Have you ever tried to hook up an N64 <laughs> controller to an N64 and have it actually work? Yeah, you don't know what tough is until you've had to blow into a game cartridge and stick it in five times before it works. They'll never understand. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I also, I think it's funny, I think it's funny thinking back to like the early days of gaming online and just how like preposterous it was that we even attempted it. Mm -hmm. I, I, there was a, there was a period early on where like I was, I, I've been obsessed with video games my whole life, right? Like I, me and my three, my, my two oldest brother or um, the, the older of my two uh, of my brothers are only uh, two years younger than me. And the three of us were super obsessed with games. We were constantly playing, but we just like the the internet in the house could never keep up with having three boys trying to play starcraft with their friends like it was just so silly and now of course like i've got you know one gigabit upload internet i can you know i can stream and play any video game at the same time and i'm just like i'm so i'm so lucky <laughs> i live in an age I, of wonders yeah. honestly though it's literally like we are living in the future we dreamt of mm -hmm. personally i feel um when it comes to gaming and family I'd say I was kind of a standalone, if I'm being completely honest. Like, I come from a house of girls. So I have a younger sister and an older sister. Mm -hmm. So gaming wasn't really 
and we are talking, you know, like my sister's like a '90s baby. Like I'm a '94, so like we're all kind of, you know, we're '90s kids. So mm-hmm. like, you know, things weren't, you know, like oh well, you shouldn't play that. You know what I mean? Like my mom, I think my first online game was RuneScape, but I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. You know what I mean? Like she was like, you can dig Which a is hole. Probably for the best. <laughs> she wouldn't even let me play Sims. <laughs> she was like, no. <laughs> was Sims online back then? Not online, but. Just in general, she wouldn't let me play. <laughs> Did she not like that you could like have them hook up? Was that the yeah. Yeah. ah yeah yeah that's unfortunate, yeah. right? But it's okay because I would say gaming got important to me when I bought the Millennium Edition GameCube with my own money that I saved up from Christmases and birthdays. My dad went out, he took the money because he knew that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So he took the money and got it for me, and I bought it myself. So this was mine. And mm-hmm. that is when I was introduced to my very first Mario game, which was Mario Kart Double Dash. It's still the best one. I will hold that Double 100%. Dash is still the best Mario Kart game. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can't play this new one that's on the Switch 8 for the life of me. I suck at it. But you 1v1 me in Mario Kart Double Dash, and I will destroy you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. It, they, they, like, made it too slick. Yeah. It, like, it doesn't... It, the, the, everything just feels... I feel like Mario Kart started to lose me when they changed the map so that you would be like a car sometimes and then a water thing sometimes, then a plane sometimes. And once they made that switch, the driving stopped feel like feeling like driving a little bit and it kind of just felt a little too, just too, too soapy. Um, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I feel like things are almost like in a little, okay, this is gonna be so hard to explain, but like too fast. Like, don't get me wrong. Rainbow Road Fs everybody up. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, you could fly off that map. But, like, in in 8, like, I fly off that map, and I'm like, why can I not turn? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Seems pretty sus, if you ask me. I, I, I remember when I first got <laughs> Mario Kart 8, um, I, it was, like, I bought it for a party. Um, and so the, we, there were a bunch of us. We got together, and I was playing with a bunch of people who played before, and I was just destroying. And I was like, y'all, this game is so easy. I've never even picked this up, and I'm kicking ass. <laughs> and my friend hit, like, the start button on my controller, and it popped up. And I had the, like, auto turn on, and I didn't even know it, so I couldn't crash. And I was like, yeah. why is this the default? I didn't turn it on. Like, why is this something that you just have Same to turn off? To Same thing happened to me because I tried to take a shortcut, and it was like, nope. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> Like, it's like I turned. <laughs> so, but, uh, so at some point you go from the Millennium GameCube to streaming. What made you want to like go live and have your face be a thing people looked at for hours on end? Okay, so, <laughs> um, high school, my Xbox 360 got me through a lot. I saved up again and I upgraded from my GameCube to an Xbox 360, which led me to Call of Duty. Yeah, we don't got to talk too much about that, but yeah, I went through that phase. Just don't tell your mom about the online culture of Call of Duty. She might oh my have an aneurysm. God. I, I know, literally. Like, she, I, if I were to tell her what happens to me today in the online world, she'd be like, Oh, no. yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely not. But, um, so that led me into FPS games. Like, that was my, like, thing. I was like, oh, I loved Call of Duty, okay? Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 2, best one. Don't at me. I'm just going to say it. It's the last one so, I played. I, I, I still what? think it's a great game, but I haven't picked yeah. one up since. <laughs> Good. You're not missing much. But, um, yeah, so then, you know, fast forward to last year, um, before everything happened and closed down, mm-hmm. the big I panini. was introduced. 
<laughs> the panorama. Yeah, yeah. The, um, <laughs> the, yeah, um, I was introduced to Overwatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Ash was the first character I saw on Overwatch, and I was like, <laughs> my brain was, oh, she's so pretty, because I have, I have a, an animation background. Mm-hmm. I went to school for it. Like, oh, I cool. love everything animation. So, um, Disney is like a really big part of my life. And if I see something brightly colored and animated, I'm like the first one to be like, that looks so cool. You know, like, I love that. I'm a really big person for like colors. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Ash, I was like, oh, I love her. She's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, my partner, Dan, he was like, well, do you want to try playing it? And I was like, sure. So it actually started out me playing Overwatch on his gaming laptop. And Oof. I kind of fell in love with it. I really mm-hmm. did. And I was like, okay, wait, this is with people. I was like, this is online right now with people. And he was like, yeah, you got to you know, listen to their callouts, whatever. So I was like, okay. Um, and then I found out that someone I worked with at the time also played. So I was like, oh, my goodness, we should play sometime. And it kind of spiraled. So... My reactions to everything, because although Overwatch had been out since, what, 2016, um, yeah. I only started playing it last year. It's 2020. So the game is already kind of older. Mm-hmm. And here I am like, wow, she does what? Like, <laughs> he did what? <laughs> like, just dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. And it was because of them, um, Dan was like, your reactions are phenomenal. Because, like, I'm a very animated person, and that comes from my animation background. I'm very, like, Yeah! when I, I get excited about things mm-hmm. and um yeah it was he they told me they were like you know people might enjoy this because you're very entertaining so i was like okay you know the we picked up a webcam attached it to the gaming laptop actually oh, um God. i was streaming i was streaming from the laptop for about six or seven months before i managed to have enough saved up to build a pc mm-hmm. so i was i was laptop for a while and uh, I, I never looked back. It was just so fun. But that is not the game I play anymore. <laughs> you were playing it like two days ago, weren't you? I played it today, ironically enough. Mm-hmm. But um, I did play it two days ago. So now it's like... Yeah, I, I was like, really... I know I just watched you play it. I, I was in your yeah. stream. So I don't stream it all the time anymore because I, like any online community, got attacked oh shit gender (laughs) so i was like Mm -hmm. okay awesome great talk um and i i decided that yeah there's not much else to say on that like yeah it's weird clars um (laughs) clars wakes me up most mornings by being like oh hey look what someone sent me on instagram last night and so like um, our mornings are like going through like weird instagram dms that she gets Instagram's a weird place. I mm-hmm. get really weird DMs as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, it's I'll, you know, it's, yeah. it's a weird world. And I that's the thing too. I'll like I'll message Dan immediately because like his setup's like in the basement where like he works and stuff. So I'm just like, this just happened. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> but that's just how it is. And um, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully not for much longer. But uh, yeah. Now I like. If it wasn't for streaming, I probably wouldn't be where I am right now, which is opening up my world to everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm 26 years old. I got no shame in saying it. And I am about to finish my first Zelda game ever, which is Breath of the Wild. I never played Zelda before that. And I love it. I'm in love. That See, that's crazy to me. Because <laughs> you and I, the, what's fun about your story and is, you know, different from past episodes of this 
is you and I have a lot of the same, because I'm only two years older than you. So I'm a 92 kid and you and I have a lot of the same games in common in terms of like our background. Um, yeah. And you, you, you have like the same trajectory. My little brothers are 94 as well. And actually Ariel's oh, 94, oh. but she didn't come to gaming until later. Um, and so you, you and I just have a lot of the same games, except apparently Zelda. Cause Zelda is like, Zelda was such a huge part of my childhood. Like I, I don't even know. I played Ocarina of Time more yeah. than I, I've played any game all the way through like it's 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 a it's a problem <laughs> no and you know what i get it but mm -hmm. something i've come to terms with in the recent weeks from talking to everybody online with like the amazing people that i've gotten to like connect with and just mm -hmm. get to know i find that there's actually a very it's a fine line but the line is there you were either you know hard nintendo you know mm -hmm. mario zelda all of those games or you went slightly to the right and that's where you landed Spyro and Crash Bandicoot and like all those games. And I, that's where I was. Mm -hmm. you know, oh I, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. <laughs> back in the day, I remember when it was like, you were either a Nintendo kid or a Sega kid. Like it was yeah. like you, you were one of them. And if you, if you were a Sega kid, you did not play, you would be at a friend's house and you'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to sit facing the wall. Cause that's and it, it, like, you know, the, the Xbox, um, PlayStation is one thing, but like back in the day we were like six years old and mean about it. Exactly. Kids won't understand like PlayStation or Xbox. Like the reality is like, you guys are getting both of them anyway nowadays. Like who cares? But like, well, yeah. you, but, like in the, like the early 2000s, nineties, it was like, you get one, mm -hmm. you get one chance to pick one. Cause your parents. Like mine were like very like we had to work for like and honestly I I love that outlook that like we had mm -hmm. to work for like what we wanted and I get that and like yeah oh boy <laughs> we had to make decisions the worst part was is that there was like it was three people involved right so it'd be like okay well Selena if you want this game like we have to agree that we both get equal playing time on it or I'm gonna recommend we get this one so that we could both play it at the same time you know. Like, mm -hmm. it was like that we had to work together to get that, you know. Oh, me and my brothers went from being, like, N64 kids to Game Boy kids really quick because we we, we all had we all had jobs and we all picked up work and stuff and bought our own. And yeah. that way we didn't interfere because <laughs> the N64, it was such a problem. Like, scheduling who was going to play when was so difficult in our house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For us, it was computer time. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where we had to. But um, these kids now where like every kid has a laptop. And I'm like, what? We had the family had computer. The computer room. This is not my office or stream room. This is the computer room. Mm -hmm. okay? yep. It will forever be the computer. Room. <laughs> like, I wish we had that. We So this is our living room. Um, and then cool. we have our editing computer in our bedroom. That's our two rooms. So every room in our house is work. We don't have any room that is not like a workspace, except I guess the bathroom. But even we film stuff. Um, Clara films most of her TikToks in the kitchen. So like we literally like, right. <laughs> yeah, we can't go like four feet without touching equipment or lights or something that you know keeps the company going. I mean, like as long as you like love what you're doing, though, which it sounds like you guys do love what you do, mm -hmm. then it's not like you're ever working a day in your life. And I never fully understood that quote. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. This is work. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it so much. But we are. But we're working. You know what I mean? Like we're working and we're no, definitely yeah, we're working key. towards being in a space where 
our bedroom, mm-hmm. at the very least, our bedroom is a no workspace. Like that is like a goal down the road is to like get just, you know, get to a place where we have an office that is a workspace and a bedroom and not have those two things be compacted upon each other would be really yeah, nice. That would, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, yeah, that actually makes complete sense. But like, you know, the quote I'm talking about. Oh, I do. I just, I think that people who have never loved what they do say that or people who have had a lot of success loving what they do enough to afford an assistant who can take all the stuff off their plate that they don't love to do about what they love to do say that. But the people who are like, if you're at the beginning of loving what you do, I love what I do. I love it. I love it. I love going live. I love making YouTube comment. I love doing the trailer reactions. I I love this. Like uh, these conversations for this podcast have been really like uh, a true highlight, getting to know new people. No, that's awesome. But it's work. And like, I'm, I, there's anxiety about it. There's stress. You know, if a video doesn't do well, it's like, well, you know, why did we get 5,000 views yesterday and we got 600 views today? Like, why, what is the difference there? Um, and, you know, what am I doing that's causing that? And honestly, it's not, it's the algorithm, right? Like, I, I'm so right, not in yeah. control of that. But that stress is a big part of it. And so being a content creator as work is this weird, it's, it's a weird kind of, job because like the making the content is so fun but the anxieties are so many because you're not in control of literally anything we're all we're all like little entertainment cogs in amazon and you google and you know we're we're filling these gaps for these giant corporations um not to be too like nihilistic or (laughs) no i actually completely get i completely get where you're coming from i have a hard time explaining this like to my mom that like i want to give this a chance because Mm -hmm. i've never been this happy in my life i've suffered with like high anxiety my entire life and i know the moment it happened which was in grade six and from there i never kind of like recuperated but like i feel like this has been an outlet and i've grown from it and like i i take all of that and i put it into my entertainment now because like i love i genuinely love doing it and i honestly like if one person like laughs in the chat or like does something then like I just feel like the happiest I've ever been and I want that and like I love that you know what I mean that's Mm -hmm. all I like strive to do but I have a hard time trying to explain it to people sometimes because yeah um like the reason I'm able to do this full-time right now was because I actually lost my job Mm -hmm. because of um yeah whatever (laughs) the panorama did and um you know, I feel like maybe I should just take this as a sign and give it a go. And I think I have worked harder in the last like half of the year that's passed already. What what month is it? Oh my gosh, almost July. Yeah, like, we're halfway through 2021. I know. Um, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and I've like worked so hard and like all I want to do is like continue to do this, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's crazy. So I get it in think... terms of like that anxiety of like there's so much to do. I love doing it. But like, I have to do more, you know? Mm-hmm. No, 100%. And and that that's the thing that's tough about it, right? Is like, I, because, you know, we've been full time since, really since, you know, we lost our jobs. We were, uh, Clarice and I were working on a cruise ship together when this all hit. Oh. And so we lost our jobs May 12th. We were sent home from the ship on May 22nd. Um, or no, sorry, March. Uh, March 12th and March 22nd. And so we, neither of us has had a job since that day. And so like the first few months we were definitely on unemployment and got by that way. But um, we've been full time really since June of um, last year. Um, 
And so I don't, I, I don't want to say that I'm not happy, right? Like I don't want people to think like, I, I love this. I nerdy, I have been dreaming about Nerdy Nightly being my like online entertainment thing since 2014. And the fact that it took a great global Pandora to happen is unfortunate, but um, I get you know, it. I love what I'm doing, but I don't want people to think that it's like, oh no, my, uh, you know, I started doing content creation and God, it was so easy. And like, I don't feel like I'm working. No, it, it's work, but it's work that I'm proud of, right? It's work that I'm like that's, invested yeah, in. That's the, that's the difference is like, I've never been more proud of myself for what I've like, even within the last month, like you, I look at things like, like I was putting out, like even last month mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I was proud of that in the moment, but like, I'm more proud of what I'm doing like right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred I mean? percent. Yeah, like, yeah. And I love that. And I love the, okay. So for me, I just had this conversation with someone is I am someone who like, I love change, mm -hmm. which is why I think my brain was like, go the variety route because like I'm ever changing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that like this actually gave me that opportunity because now it's like, I can change what I want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, within, oh, 100%, yeah, you know, yeah. like my videos and stuff, like they can change. Like I have the option to try the new stuff that I want to. Mm -hmm. And I like, I kind of, I like, I really like that, you know, like just having that kind of creative flow, I guess I'm going to call it. <laughs> Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a weird world, but it is, if you can get around the like constant anxiety of it, it can be really rewarding. You just have to be okay. Sure. You have to be okay being like, like you have to okay with everything around you being very uncertain. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You have to be willing to take chances. And also like one thing I've come to terms with recently, and I'm not saying it gets easier but you understand it more is that you kind of have to take your lows with your highs mm -hmm. you know yeah. I mean? because it's like you said this this world is it's it's a risk in like you never know what's going to happen mm -hmm. type thing you know and i came to terms with that recently and i like honestly i'm i'm glad that i hit that realization when i did you know yeah 100 i'm like wow <laughs> yeah a lot of um personal growth came from it though too i'm being honest yeah, I mean, this this kind of work forces you to kind of inspect yourself a lot. You have to, because I, I think that people who don't do this don't know how weird it is to look at this much video of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm aware of every single way that my face moves in a way that I never <laughs> was pre-streaming and pre-video editing myself. Like, editing video of your own face is the most surreal experience after a while because you're like oh my god like I do this one thing a lot and I've never known and it's it's yep. it's so small and like I'll bring things up to Clarkson she'll be like I don't really notice it and I'm like how it's, <laughs> it's the only thing I do on video apparently I've been trying really hard not to stream with my mouth open that's been like a big thing for me lately because I'll go back and watch my VODs and I'm like it's because you're focused. It's your focus. No, I know. I know. But when I'm watching it back, I'm like, it looks so awful. <laughs> uh. I honestly, I get that. I get that. One thing I had to come to terms with and ironic, like I, I was never a big fan of my voice. I really? Hated, I hated it. And now it's such a big part of what I do mm -hmm. that listening to myself constantly, I've just kind of grown to. I don't know. It's, it's going to sound weird, but like, you know, like appreciate yourself a little bit more. Yeah. hundred percent. So it's like, yeah, I get it. I, I do. When you like look at things and you're like, oh, wow, I raised my eyebrows a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I always shocked at <laughs> the same things happening to me every time? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, get it. I, I think one of the, one of the interesting things about meeting so many other streamers 
because uh, when I started streaming, I didn't really expect that. Like, I, I wasn't, because um, Clarice had been streaming before, and she got me to start streaming when she returned to it after the ship. And I, I didn't expect so much of Twitch, because I'd never really been on Twitch before. Um, I didn't expect so much of it to be, like, how our communities kind of commingle and how streamers interact with each other. And, like, that, like, the there's, like, a weird, like, symbiotic relationship between streamers that kind of yeah. keeps the platform moving. Um, but one of the fun things about that is that there are some streamers who are like, oh, I am myself. And, like, let's, let, you know, and... Um, I just I, I just am myself for four hours on video. And then there are a lot of streamers who are like, hi, I have a character. And like, as soon as I'm on like a Discord call later, I'm like this person, I'm a different, I, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, this is how I'm off camera. Um, yeah. And so I never know with people, because like you are, you are so expressive and your voice is very, um, you have a very unique, you have a unique voice, right? It's like, you're one of those people where if like Clarice raids you and I can hear it from the other room, I'm like, oh, I know who she raided because I can hear like certain pitches in your voice. Um, not in a bad way at all. No, 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 not in a bad way. It's, 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 no, I get it. they're just some people who are like, oh, that sound iconic. You know what I mean? Would be the word I would go with. <laughs> oh my God. If I ever became iconic, like, oh, let me know. <laughs> um, but, but it's just, it's interesting to know that that's like something that pre streaming, you weren't sure about yourself. But you never changed it for the stream. You're like, no, nah, let's, we're going to barrel forward. We're going to like bring that in and like just be confident in it. Yeah, one thing I, when I went into this, I think I, well, if we're going kind of like how you explained it, I went into this being like, I'm just, I'm not going to have a specific character because I know myself and I would fuck up at some point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I swore. I tried so hard. Oh, no, you can, to... you can. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, no, I'm not. Yeah. It's a podcast. It's an, it's, 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 this is long, this is long form conversation. I, I, I'm from New York. I'm going to swear at some point, oh, true. you know, yeah, New York. Yeah. I went there for the first time two years ago, by the way. It was it's a so great fun. city. I freaking loved it. Mm -hmm. The worst part is, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I went to the Nintendo store with no amount of appreciation for Zelda or Mario because I never played the damn game. <laughs> so now I have to go back. Yeah. Because it's a whole new world for me now. Before it was like Nintendo Store. That's wild. I gotta go there. But now it's like the Nintendo Store. I have to go there. You know. Mm -hmm. that, so like, you, like, you've started playing Zelda. Is is that? Are you gonna um, go back and play some of the older ones? Yeah, I started. Oh, man. It's like a. <laughs> I know this. Link to the past. Past. Oh, Link the the Switch yeah. version or the original? Yeah, the SNES Switch version. Um, oh, okay, but the, the the old pixel graphics. Yeah, but the yeah yeah. They're the same I game, honestly. That. They're the exact same game, just with different graphics. Oh really? Oh yeah, they changed nothing. They just updated the look. <laughs> um, I knew because there was a point where I was like six hours into it, and I beat mm -hmm. the game, and I was like, nice. That felt really easy. <laughs> like I didn't have to. Like I like I like blacked out and beat the game, and I was like, I think I just played that game on like autocomplete. <laughs> Because I played that game so much as a kid that, like, I just was like, yeah, I know where everything is. <laughs> I'll just let my thumbs muscle memory through this. See, I love that. And I am really excited to do it. Because it's very, like, you know, just, like, here's a dungeon. Go that way. There's a dungeon. And because of, like, how I grew up, I, I was like, 
oh wow this plays similar to you know like pokemon like in terms of the graphics and it's like the top down view and you're walking mm -hmm. into caves you're just not running into diglets every three seconds or like ratatas whatever like they're not there that's the difference <laughs> is the pokemon just wait until the trading quest then the game then the game is completely different there is a trading there is a links um link to the past is notorious for this one trading quest Aww. that <laughs> is like i know exactly where every trade is now as an adult so like i have forgotten how frustrated i was as a kid but when you get to it try and figure it out on your own don't look it up i won't yeah that, that's my only recommendation it took me a half an hour to get into the castle. I was like, what is happening? I didn't know I could throw a bush for the first 15 minutes. I was like, oh, I can pick this up. <laughs> they don't Link to the Past will not teach you anything. Nothing. They <laughs> it's absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and then they, the game like literally starts to give you riddles to solve to know where to go next. And even if you solve the riddle, it's like barely a clue. I know. They're like, oh, east to the river. And there's like eight places that are on that side. And you're like, great. Good There's time. a river every, like, four blocks. You're like, oh, great, I don't know. <laughs> to which river? Yeah, when I walked into, what is it, Kakariko or whatever, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I know this village. It looks a little different, but I know it. <laughs> Boy, yeah. they <laughs> I, I do love I, I do love that Legend of Zelda has done this thing where they're like, we're going to just have, it's going to be the same world every time, yeah. but slightly different. And so Kakariko's <laughs> in almost all of the games. Um, really? Yeah, Kakariko. So Kakariko Village is like the starting place in Ocarina of Time. I think it's the starting place in um, Twilight Princess. It, it, it keeps showing up, but every time it's like a different village with different people in it. And sometimes they're full size. Sometimes they're like little people. Um, sometimes they're, it, it, it's, you know, it's just, it is slightly different in every game, but it is the same general layout of Hyrule, kind of. Um, like if you, if you play Breath of the Wild and you play... Um, Ocarina of Time, there is a pretty similar layout to how the, like, world is set up. Because um, Hyrule is supposed to be this place where, like, these things are, like, thousands of years apart. And so 2,000 years from now, it looks different, but it's kind of the same, and, and that, that's kind of the continuity of Hyrule. Um, so Kakariko is just, like, that thing that you know, because it's probably where you start. It's one of, like, the first places in the game that, you know, there's the Mount Doom where there's the um, Gorons and all that, but... Yeah. That's cool. I wonder. I wonder in which, I don't know. Cause are they are they they're different like what universes almost right? Because I was gonna say at what point then do those uh, like divine beasts actually get built? Like I wonder what time it would have been around. Would it have been around like the time of Twilight Princess or like would it have been around? Okay. There's probably okay. some conspiracy theory. <laughs> so here's the thing. I I don't know how much you know about Zelda lore. Not not at all. Okay. There's actually three <laughs> timelines. Oh. Okay. Um. So. That's a lot. Um, Breath of, I, I, you know what? I, I can't even, you should, um, I, you go, there are experts that can help you through this. Basically, Ocarina of Time, in order to explain how the world of Hyrule works, what Nintendo did was they were like, okay, in Ocarina of Time, there are three possible endings. Um, one where Ganon wins, oh. one where Link wins and goes back to being a child, and then one where Link wins and stays an adult. And those three endings all had different branching paths that led to different oh. video games. And it is, they they should have just said, they're all vaguely related, but it doesn't matter. But instead they were like, there is a hard lore. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> and really. nerds have been arguing about this for two decades. Oh, should yeah. we just make our own theory then? Sure, yeah. When, when do you want to place it? 
Honestly, um, oh, well, you probably know more about the other ones. I don't know. I'm feeling like some time between like Majora's Mask and like whatever came after. Wind Waker would have been the next console game. See, I kind of feel like at that point it would have been because Majora's Mask appears, you know, pretty much every time at like every game. Well, it's talked about, you know what I mean? Especially because it's in Breath of the Wild. You can get it, right? The so. DLC. Yeah, it's not like technically in the game. You, yeah, it's one of those like it's you can get that in the Nintendo Switch shirt, but, which like, is my DLC. favorite costume piece. <laughs> but I mean, it's still gettable. Oh, 100%. <laughs> You can still get it. Majora's Mask, highly recommend. Might really? be the best Zelda game. Um, really? Also, by far the darkest Zelda game. It's, mm. like, the themes in Majora's Mask, yep, they'll mess you up. It's sad. It's like, a, I remember the, Majora's Mask was the first game that I ever felt, like, depressed finishing. Where I was like, I'm... Really? This is so depressed. Like, I was like, this is genuinely sad. It's it's a really well told story that hits hard, but you you you're like first like your first console was a game uh, GameCube. I would recommend yeah. Wind Waker if you want to stay in the world of Breath of the Wild and you like you said you like like the bright colors, the animation style, stuff like that. Yeah. Wind Waker is gonna speak to you real hard. The like it's a lot brighter. Um, it's a lot more like anime, like large eyes, lar like the the features on the characters are much less um, realistic. They're more like um, blown out of proportion. Um, and it's so bright and it's so Wind Waker, honestly, like my biggest disappointment around E3 this year was that Wind Waker wasn't announced for Zelda's 35th anniversary on the Switch. Really? Yeah. It, Wind Waker okay. is, Wind Waker is such a good game that they haven't done a good job making available on modern consoles. You can still get, um, Ocarina of Time and, um, Majora's Mask on the 3DS. Um, and they should be on the Switch, but like they'll get there. But Wind Waker is the one that like, they, they haven't, it hasn't come out since the GameCube. So you're either like playing a port of it or an emulator or whatever or you have a gamecube um but it's it's honestly oh it's such a it's like just it's like the most joyful it's just you on a boat with a little wand making the wind move the boat it's great it's such a good game i love it so much see i feel like yeah i think at some point i would like to play all of them if i'm being honest and it, like mm -hmm. i just i know it's gonna take some time and i know honestly there's people who've said you're gonna hate this one oh you'll love this one and it's like at the end of the day I'll have to play it to let you know. So I think I will play them. If I I'm would being skip honest. Zelda 2. It, it, or do it last. Zelda 2. The original Zelda 2 on... God, was that the Game Boy? That's literally one that has never been mentioned to me in my entire life. It's, Zelda 2. Like, <laughs> it's because people, like, I think, that, I think that people who played it as children repress it as a memory. It's, oh, <laughs> it's so unforgivingly no. hard. It's so hard to figure out. Like the like, there's just stuff that is like, um, my brother. My brother is the world's biggest Zelda fan. My brother is such a big Zelda fan that he learned Japanese and moved to Japan to teach English there, and is like studying to become a Japanese translator. It's he's literally the world's he, biggest. Uh, that's amazing. Oh yeah, he loves it. Like Zelda is literally like his favorite thing. He has like a. He, <laughs> you can always spot him at our family reunion because he has a Zelda shirt on and then like a Zelda wallet chain that like hold the, like a lanyard that hangs outside of his pants. And like a Zelda belt buckle and a Zelda hat and like it's 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 cute, um, and it, he's wonderful. He's he's very very smart. Um, and uh, you know I, I love him to death. But he even he recently went back and played through the entire franchise. And I was like Zelda Two is a pain. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. Oh boy, there's like things in friggin' 
Breath of the Wild that I like I couldn't figure out because a lot of it dealt with like you know mechanics that <laughs> yeah. like you would learn from other games and then you know also got like it turns out whenever okay so <laughs> I have learned something about Zelda is that it has such a strong following Mm -hmm. I I posted a video about how I solved the shrine, and apparently I was extremely wrong with how I figured it out. <laughs> that I was like, whoa. But I learned from that, and now like I can I can do shrines pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Granted, I did that one quickly. I just didn't do it the same way others would. <laughs> that it's that see that's unacceptable. <laughs> that is yeah. bad behavior online. They should know there's no <laughs> right way to do anything in a video game. It's how you do it. True. I, I that true. kind of gatekeepy bullshit is just awful. Like if you come up with a fun new way to do something and mm -hmm. someone's like, "Well, that's not that's not the way Nintendo intended." I don't care. I don't care at all. I, or maybe it <laughs> is. And I was just so big brain, I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I just, I get really frustrated. I, especially around, like, um, when I'm in, uh, mostly women who stream. Um, mm. Or, you know, I, I feel like people who stream with, like, the LGBT tag have been lumped into this. Of, like, people who just want to go into those streams and convince everyone how smart they are. And I'm just like, you're not that smart. It's a video game for children. Like... <laughs> You're not big brain because you figured it out. It's made yeah. for three to seven-year-olds. That's wild to me, though, because, like, there's things that, like, we can't figure out, like, you know, like, say super quickly, and you're like, okay, how's a six-year-old supposed to figure this out? But, I mean, I get it, you know, at the same time, because, like, their brains are amazing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, oh, I yeah. I get it. Well, because they're open to it, right? Like, I, I struggled with Breath of the Wild at first because I wanted it to play, like, another Zelda game. And so once I... Once I got over the fact that it didn't, that it was like its own thing, I started to enjoy it so much more because I was like, oh, no, there's got it's got to be linear and there's got to be like this mm -hmm. this thing that I want it to do. And it wasn't doing yeah. that. And it was like, do whatever you want. And I was like, I don't I don't know <laughs> who, who do yeah. I talk to. Give me an arrow. And I was, once I once I got over that, I was like, oh, this is so free. It's so wonderful. Like Breath of the Wild is considering the hardware it's on. The switch is like a, yeah. is an Android phone in terms of like hardware. The, yeah. That game is so incredible and so beyond what should be possible on that machine and it just yeah. Yeah. I still Honestly, I it's so open. It's so open that mm -hmm. there's almost too much to do if I'm being honest with you. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so much. <laughs> so what are what are what are you focusing on right now with your channel? Like what is like the big thing that's going on? Is it just playing new Zelda games? Like what is your next big goal? Like content-wise? Yeah. I want to branch, like, not branch out, but, like, I want to <laughs> still go to the realm of story games, if I'm being honest with mm -hmm. you. And um, I've I've really enjoyed, this is, it's hard to explain, but, like, I kind of like the fact that there are games that I've never played before. Because something I've noticed is that, like, you know, um, a lot of people are always just like, oh, I wish I could experience this again. But, like, then they get to experience it, like, mm -hmm. almost, like, new with me because, like, I've never played these games. So I kind of like that vibe. So I've just been playing... I'm going to keep Nintendo, obviously. I think we're going to, you know, still do Zelda games. But I think next up is going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> How fun. <laughs> I know nothing about. Because, like, I've played, you know, The Witcher mm -hmm. 3. And, uh, yeah, I didn't like it at all. Really? Well, you know how there's multiple endings? Yeah. No. Okay. For, okay. No. <laughs> sure. Beautiful game. 
Mm-hmm. But as someone who struggles making decisions IRL, making me play a decision game seems to be, you know... <laughs> Red Dead's gonna be an interesting one for I you. I know! But, like, I got the worst ending on The Witcher, and I was like, this was all for nothing. <laughs> I was so upset. Like, I was like, this is the worst vacation I've ever been on in my life. Like, <laughs> I was like, I can't. I've never finished Witcher 3. There's multiple endings. Like, oh. that's the thing. Oh, I know. I just, I so I started, Um, I bought Witcher 3. I had never played it, and so I bought it when we were going <laughs> on the cruise ship, because I was like, I'm gonna have all this free time. Like, I'm gonna be on this ship for six months. I bought, like, a bunch of RPGs and stuff that were gonna take me a long time on my Switch. And so I was playing Witcher 3 on the Switch for the first time, and I loved it. Oh, Fell in cool. love with the game. Um, really, really, I, I think it's incredible. But then I got to, I got, I'm near the end of the game. And then the ship shut down, and we got back to Calgary. And um, Arielle had her computer shipped over um, from Toronto. And we, we set up to the stream setup in my parents' house um, when we started streaming. And I got Witcher again on the computer to see, because I wanted to see the graphics. And I was like, maybe I'll stream Witcher, because I really love it. And then I, I was playing it on the computer, and I was like, it looks so much better. <laughs> and so I'm working my way through it again. <laughs> um, and I'm like, God, you know, it's just the gra- the graphic difference between the Switch. Like, playing the little Switch on, like, a ship that's rocking back and forth versus, like, yeah. my 1080p. Like, I'm like, oh, damn. Like, so now I'm like, I'm oh, almost yeah. I'm almost back to where I was. But, you know, it's, it's 100 hours. Like, I don't have 100 hours to just sit in a week and do it. So it's been a slow little creep through the game when I'm not trying yeah. to get all the other stuff done. It's totally worth it. I think that mm-hmm. game it is beautiful. And I, oh, yeah. again, open world, there's so much to do in that game. So many side quests, but like, yeah. I don't like that card game you play. So I never played it. You don't like it. Gwent? I don't like Gwent. Oh, I'm Gwent. obsessed. I am. A, I want like a real life de- Gwent deck so bad. You could probably find one somewhere on Etsy, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I would be, honestly, at this point, considering they have the app, I would be surprised if you can't buy it true that too i'm just yeah i don't know yeah I don't know. oh i love gwen i i i spend i would probably have beaten the game a couple times over if i didn't spend as much time trying to make sure that i didn't miss any gwent cards yeah no <laughs> i don't get it <laughs> i can't i'm so sorry there's one mission there's one mission in that game where you're at a party and there's a gwent game at that party and it, you have to win that gwent game to get like a special card and I had skipped the Gwent game because I thought that it wasn't important. And I moved on. And when I finished the quest, um, a thing came up that was like, you failed this like quest to get all the Gwent cards. And I was like, oh, no, I have to play the Gwent. So I looked at my save files and my save was like four hours back. And I was like, OK, so I reset those four hours to make sure I could get that Gwent card in my game. Did you get it? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once it, once I had it, those four hours were worth it. But um, it was four hours of things that I had done that I was like, I guess I just am gonna go redo. I'm gonna go. Guess I'll redo it. <laughs> um, what is it? What is like the next big game that you're excited for coming out? So that is actually like kind of a loaded question because I genuinely don't know how to answer it because I'm all over the place. Like I am obviously excited for Breath of the Wild too. Because it's like, it is so my play style. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even describe it that, like, now that I've been introduced to it, I absolutely love it. And um, I didn't really get the updates from Blizzard this year that I necessarily wanted. So, like, I don't know what I'm looking forward to. Because Overwatch is that, 2 is very nebulous. Yeah, you know, and, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking at, like, what I have on my desktop right now, and I'm like, I don't, I genuinely don't know. I also. Um, I'm slowly catching up on the E3 things. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. 
there were some things I uh, missed out on. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, at this point, it's just like, I'm kind of just seeing what comes, you know? That's awesome. Like, I love that. I, I just kind of like, I live day, like two, I live like day by day. And you know, some people will come in and be like, did you see the trailer for this? It's not a spoiler. It's in the trailer, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it's a spoiler. Cause I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'm scared. I live too much in the what's next. Cause like, because we do trailer reactions and because we do, because we like, you know, when E3 was happening, we were live streaming and like watching oh, along. Cool. Um, and like our business has really become about like being on top of things. I sometimes yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so this weekend is these three things. And then next weekend, and like, I have like, what is coming out on my brain for like the next three months. And I'm like, sometimes I wish I could like sit back a little bit more and just be like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna enjoy what I'm on right now instead of like watching a movie while I'm also like typing up a thing that has to be done tomorrow. And you know, but you no, know, I, res I, re I respect it though. Like I actually respect that. I kind of wish... I was a little more, um, I wish I was better at making decisions. And I think these games are definitely helping that. Don't get me wrong. And like, oh my goodness, like I've learned a lot from playing these games and, you know, making these big life choices. I'm excited for Red Dead, if I'm being honest with you. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things about it. It's very And fun. you know, like, and like, but at the same time, I kind of wish I knew what was up and coming because mm -hmm. then I, I could have a plan. But uh, I do make sure and this is key for everybody who like listens to this or whatever. I like to make sure, and I think everybody should do this, is like make sure you keep certain games for yourself. It's like for you time. Mm -hmm. It's really just like allow yourself to shut off and play. And like some of those games, like for me, like World of Warcraft, I love. Like I just love to like sit and chill on it. Or like Animal Crossing, I did stream it a few times, but like I play it so much at like night when I'm like offline and just like vibing, just like, you know, digging up trees and planting them elsewhere and making my island all pretty. But like, it's actually helped me a lot. Yeah, oh, I get it, when I get it. it comes yeah. to the games that I'm streaming, you know? Like, I feel like my Switch got me through. So I only recently started streaming from my Switch, like streaming my Switch games because I never had a capture card. Before, yeah. before we opened up the realm of amazing Nintendo time, um, I was playing, you know, like Dark Souls 3 beautiful game highly recommend but like i knew nothing about it because i uh, you just found out i'm not someone who looks ahead i'm mm -hmm. not someone who googles things so <laughs> i went through that entire game okay i didn't know that the sorcery te sorcerer first of all is like the hardest one you can be and then mm -hmm. like the teacher that teaches you spells if you don't bring him a scroll in time he disappears for the rest of the game so i had to beat that game with just a great heavy soul arrow Wait, that was really? it and I did it, and I feel so accomplished because I'm like, not only was that my first Dark Souls game, but I did it the most scuffed way possible, and I did it the way most people would be like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing it that way. You know what I mean? So I feel like... That's insane. <sighs> I'm, I'm like, yeah. a little bit into Dark Souls 1, mm -hmm. and it's the, it's the only game that I've had to be like, hey, y'all, we're going to play Dark Souls 1 on stream. I'm going to play for three hours, and then I'm going to switch to something else because three hours is all I can take. Um, and then we're going to go do something else. And I haven't played in a few weeks, but Dark Souls, I, I'll, I'll beat it eventually. And I'm sure I'll get to Dark Souls 3 eventually. But this game, literally, I was like, I am so, I'm so <laughs> angry right now. And it's yeah. unreasonable how mad I am. Because that's not how that worked the last time I was here. And the game doesn't care. Yeah, that leads me to, um, I'm so excited for Elden Ring. Oh mm -hmm. my God, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, but yeah. also, there were times where I would have to say like, 
Well, that's it for stream, guys. I cried. <laughs> I cried on stream. But that was because someone was, like, really hard trying to backseat me. And I was like, can you please just stop so I can mm -hmm. focus for, like, two seconds? Yeah. And then he called me the B word. And I was like, wow, that's rude. And because I was already stressed out because the boss kept killing me, I cried. Because I was like, I can't. <laughs> I get it, though. I get it. People don't... People don't get, like... I, I, I think that when people, not all people, I don't want to generalize, but, you know, I think that there are a lot of people who watch Twitch and think that it's like, oh, you're just hanging out with us while you play games. And that's really not what it is. It is like managing, you have to manage multiple relationships of varying degrees of intensity and, like, familiarity while also being interesting, while also playing a game that demands focus. Like Dark Souls demands oh, yeah. you to pay attention. And though that is not an it's not an easy accomplishment. And it, it can be really stressful, especially when you're streaming over hours. Like literally hours and hours and hours. If I was gonna play Dark Souls casually, I would do it like I'd play for an hour, I'd put it down, I'd come back, play for an hour. You know, like I wouldn't be as like high strung, but I'm like doing it while there's some twelve year old <laughs> child who tells me that they're eighteen in my chat telling me how dumb I am for not figuring it out immediately. And I'm like yeah. trying to play video games while swerving my head back and forth between chat That's and the game. Everything's a blur. Yeah, 100%. And then people are like, well, it's easy. And I'm like, maybe on your couch by yourself it is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe when, yeah, you're just like kind of like sitting there and you have Google as well. And like, you know, I've made it a thing. That, like, I don't Google anything. Like, I really don't. I really try to get through this or I'll just, like, ask for help when I need it. But, like, there's times where that game... And, you know, I would say ugh, the amount of times I tell my chat, you know, like, listen, it's going to be a short stream. And it's five hours later. And I'm like, this is not a short stream. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, and there yeah. we are, eight, eight hours into Dark Souls. And I'm like guys, I really got to stop. But then I'm like, oh, but I just killed this guy. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> it is it is a bad feedback loop of like positivity. It's because yeah. it's it's the low is so low and the low stretches out for so long that when you finally get that little bit of joy, you're like, I must cling to this. Your adrenaline, I swear to God, spikes. And you're like, yeah, yeah. oh, I could take on the world right now. Like, let's go, you know, but like. The, the number of times I've, like, done something awesome on a stream, and, like, I was going to stream probably two or three hours more, but I'm like, all right, that's the end of stream, because I'm going to go lay down on my couch and enjoy this feeling for a couple of hours. Goodbye. <laughs> that See, a lot of people have started to um, not make fun of me, but, like, they know exactly what I do after stream, which mm -hmm. is, uh, I'll be like, I really got to go, guys. You know, I got to do adult stuff, like, because I do. I got to, like, I got to you know feed the animals and stuff but everybody really knows that i'm gonna turn that camera off and i'm gonna lay down right there on the floor with my cat and i'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang out for a little bit we'll see what happens and then do the chores oh 100 but it's like oh i get it though like after you do something and you get that high of just like wow i did it and then everybody else is hyping you up so it gets worse because you're like they're yeah. just hyping you up and you're like I, I feel, gotta keep going. I feel bad when I raid people because immediately after the raid, I have no energy to like tell people what I'm up to. I, I like raid people. I'm like, I'll be right back. And then I have to like go and like sit for like five minutes and not stare at a screen. And then I'll come back and be like, my stream is great. Thank you so much for the shout out. Like all that stuff. 
But like immediately after, I like hit these two ring lights. I turned those off. I just need to like get away from the setup for a second. Yeah, no, I actually get that personally. Like I'm the same way and I feel terrible about it sometimes, which is like, like obviously I rage, rage. I rate as much as I can, but then there's days where I'm just like, I, I mentally can't because like I know that it would just be bye (laughs) well because it's like like, you need that shut off it's like it it is a commitment (laughs) it's weird right because raiding the the point of the raid when i first started streaming i was like oh i get it like we're trying to make sure that the viewers have an uninterrupted content experience so that they they just tumble into the next thing right yeah but then for the streamer and because of that like symbiotic relationship there's like a etiquette around being in the chat after you raid someone and so every streamer i know has a thing where they're like if you need to go i understand i need you to understand that it's okay if you need to f off because you are streaming i know what that is and it's just a weird like it's a weird (laughs) thing that we're all i I feel like all the majority of streamers i know are like sensitive about but also super understanding of (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like that line of like, I get it. You're tired. Like, go. Like, get your food. Get your sleep on. Go. But then also, like, you have that inkling, obviously, as like wanting to be like, well, what game are you playing? That's amazing. Like, I'm so happy for you. But then you feel bad doing that because, yeah. Honestly, I would love it. I would love to do like a series on like, if I'm being honest, like stream etiquette because. Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes people just don't get it <laughs> i'm working on it i'm working i've been like writing out a thing that i want to do that is like a like how to twitch oh cool um, that's yeah. like that would be like a whole thing about like my like my first year on twitch what i learned like how close and i succeed on the platform and like all the things that we failed at hard and like kind of like really get into like what was very unsuccessful for us both in terms of being on the platform, but also like for us emotionally, in terms of how we related to people and interacted with people, um, some of the relationships that we had that like were not beneficial to us. Um, I think that's something weird. We still work through. It is a weird. It's weird. Com- the the community aspect of Twitch can be very tough. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. But the yeah, it, it it is all it is all something. Yeah, it's like that's like it's. Honestly, this is circling back, like, full circle back to our first, you know, conversation is that, like, it is the hardest thing to explain to anybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 100%. Like, even if you're in the industry, if you're not in the industry, it doesn't get any easier explaining it to people. (laughs) Well, yeah, because your job, like, people are like, oh, you play video games for people. And you're like, no, I am the producer of a four to five hour online broadcast that involves multimedia of like five or six different kinds. I am an editor. I am a lighting designer. I am a like sound editor. I'm a sound engineer. <laughs> like I have to be a mechanic sometimes. Like the number, uh, Clarice and I were talking about this the other day. I was like the number of skills that I have now in terms of online broadcasting. I'm like, if anyone ever needs to broadcast an event or something, I can set it up. I do it 17 times a week. You know what I mean? yeah it's just it's super weird yeah i know and like the hardest thing too like it's not like the hardest thing but like it can be it really just depends because it all piles up right it's like you know it's it's i can't like 
because every time I say it's going to be a short stream, it's never. So like I stream for a minimum of six to eight hours on a daily basis. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I film things after stream. And then I edit things the next day for the, like a, a YouTube upload. And uh, in between all of that, I'm uploading um, certain full streams to YouTube as well. Because like the link stuff, like people like watching that, like and going back. Oh, 100%. And because yeah. I'm playing it so frequently, you know, Twitch doesn't save everything. So trying to get those uploaded on top of getting ready i'm a makeup artist now like i get up i get yeah. ready i have to find a nice outfit and you know you do those nice posts for instagram and then you know you by the way tweeting is a lot harder than people think it is okay oh, 100%, I, can tweet, yeah. I can tweet my thoughts all i want but like at the end of the day you know you, there's there's always got to be some sort of like something you know what i mean you mm-hmm. got to be giving and and then there's TikTok on top <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah i uh, it's funny, like, because we do we do the morning show every Monday, which is our like, you know, our yeah. 90 minute new show podcast thing. And we get up and I set up the room and I set up the cameras and all the lights and everything. And Clarice does her makeup and like gets ready. And like those things are like there's no I'm not saying that disrespectfully. I mean, like there those things are like equal amounts of work. Right. Clark, yeah. the amount of work that she does to be on video, like on video the way that the industry kind of expects versus what is expected of me where I like sometimes shower to like get my hair to look nice and sometimes I don't or like if I don't want to shower and my hair looks bad I wear a hat and like that's the solution versus you know she has to do all of these other things and you know I don't expect that of her but I know you know it's a job and like she wants to succeed at and I think she does exceptionally right but the, it is sure. really the the expectations on women in the space is completely different in term, in regards to that and you know and so many other things but that's a a big time commitment it's not easy to have your makeup look good for video it's it's a lot of work yeah no. it is and like the amount of times i've like because i get up so early to do things sometimes like i'll mess up my makeup so then it's like oh, okay well shit then you got to wipe it off and then redo it too so it's like okay <laughs> yes i'm redoing yeah. this but yeah it's just there's so much more than like I thought and like I was mm-hmm. never like I was always into tech stuff but I feel like now I'm like wow like I built my very first PC which like I didn't know two things about but now I'm just like oh yeah like I still couldn't name things properly right now because obviously this is my first one but like it's cool to say I built it when well, you probably <laughs> won't need to build another one for a few years at the very least right it's not something yeah the only thing I'm gonna be up <laughs> upgrading if i ever find a 3070 would be that but that's but everything else is up to date like in the in the glory thing. days when there are graphics cards and ps5s aplenty for us all to <laughs> yeah one day if they ever i don't even think they exist i think it's a myth i'm a believer that it's a myth <laughs> every time every time anyone tells me that they got a ps5 because i'm such i am like i, I love nintendo but mm-hmm. the ps4 really was like the 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 console exclusives on the ps4 really got me and so the, I have not played Miles Morales yet. I have not played Returnal yet. And I haven't played Ratchet and Clank yet. This is the first Ratchet and Clank game that I did not pick up day one. And I'm like chomping at the bit, but I cannot get mm. through these digital cues. And I work from home <laughs> yeah. on computers. When yeah. there is a digital queue, I am in it. Like there is no reason for me to miss one, but I can't get through one to buy one. And I'm like, Sony, Sony. I will do unboxings. I will make videos about it. I will just let me give you the money. Like, let me, let me give you my money. Shut up and take my money. Shut up. Literally. <laughs> I just want to pay you 
a lot of money for a piece of pla a, a box of plastic that will give me good times and sad times and <laughs> that'll bring me memories for years <laughs> yeah that'll give me like another way to ignore my wife um <laughs> let me pay for the happiness <laughs> <laughs> i need endorphins <laughs> <laughs> and it's first absurd because we have we have the gaming we have a gaming pc and a switch and i'm like we have the pc but i'm like yeah but yeah but some of those that that god of war that god of war ragnarok's coming horizon forbidden west is coming i i, I can't just despite can't. <laughs> despite the reaction to our horizon forbidden west game reaction which was mm -hmm. the internet was angry at us for about a week um really oh yeah we we reacted to a trailer, the gameplay, it's like 20 minutes, and we reacted to it, and we just talked a lot about how Aloy's hair was, like, clipping through her bow and her shoulders and stuff, and it looked weird, um, and we were just like, that doesn't look great, I, you know, and I stand by it, I, I've watched, I've gone back, I re I watched the 4K <laughs> version, I was like, was I wrong, like, was I wrong, and, but the oh, reaction, the reaction got <laughs> crazy, like, the video has, like, 30 likes, and, like, 490 dislikes or something like that um and there's just all of these comments being like these idiots these morons the lady i'm just saying awful things about clarus we got our first death threat a little bit after that on a reaction video where someone said they wanted to kill clarus um like yeah what? it's because <laughs> pe people people don't like when you don't love like love if you don't if you are not like if you don't love the thing that they like then you are against them and you are like the enemy. It's a very, it's weird. But um, the Horizon Forbidden West reaction was, oh gosh. was very, the, 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 the online reaction was very strong. But you know what's crazy is that like, you guys will most certainly not be the last to come, like not complain about it, but like to react that way. Like, I mean, you know, you spend long on a game, you would expect them to like account for those, you know. Well, and what was weird, it. what I said was weird at the time is I was like, this doesn't look finished. And, mm -hmm. and other people have done much smarter videos about the game than I have. Like game devs have come out and done better videos than I ever, than, you know, I could have done. Cause I don't know anything about game development. Really. I'm just, a I play a lot of video games. Um, and it's my job to talk about them. Um, and, uh, th there are, there are people who are like, yeah, it doesn't look finished. There's, there's stuff about this that needs to be ironed out. Right. Um, but there, there was no, there, the game isn't coming out anytime soon. The trailer wasn't for anything. There was no release date attached. And I was like, why would you just on a Thursday or a Friday, Thursday or Friday, whatever it was, release 20 minutes of a game that isn't done, but you're not, not, not selling it. Like you're, if you, there's no product for people to buy, maybe sales of the original horizon go up a little bit because this came out, but that can't be worth it. Right. So I just, my, my point of view in the video was like, it seems weird to me that you would be like, look at this thing that you might play at some point in the near future. We can't tell you when, cause we don't know when it is. Also, it's not done yet. So don't judge it too harshly. And all right, goodbye. And I was like that, I, I don't see the point. Like it, movie trailers come out when the movie's done and they're like, all right, we know when the movie's coming out. Here's the trailer. Here's the date. Here's, you know, and obviously right now dates are crazy and moving because of the panini, but um, yeah, it, it was just more, I was like, why? Okay, yeah, you put this out. I don't know why. It's cool. I can't wait to play the game, you know. The game's going to be bad. You commented on the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, literally everything else is beautiful. And what was, was stunning was like, the shots were gorgeous. 
but the hair was the middle of the frame because it's third person. So it's like the dead center of the screen. It's the thing that you're looking at. And it's it's the only thing that's moving consistently. And I was like, just have her in a tighter braid so that yeah. it's not so many pieces of hair. Just do something so that I'm not staring at like these weird wispy CGI things that are going through her shoulders over and over and over every time she moves. And I, yeah. I, you know what? The comments on this video are going to be like, stop talking about Aloy's hair. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's not that you're saying anything bad. You just want them to be the best version of themselves. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's and, all it is. And here's the thing. I'm going to buy the game. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even seen the trailer from being honest. They, they, they already have my money, theoretically. So like, like there's no concern. I, yeah. I, I, I spend way too much money on video games. That's Team Summer Sale started again. And like. God damn it. I know. It's not fair. I know. Mm -hmm. Like, the, I, I, there's games I haven't played, okay? There's so many games I haven't played, but then I'm like, but that's on sale, though. Mm -hmm. but, but, like, then again, some of them are ridiculous, like, kind of like, well, that's a silly sale. But then other ones, you're like, oh, that's, like, 80 bucks off. <laughs> you're like, that's kind of worth it. Well, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Clarissa and I were talking about buying it. And it's already on sale. And I was like, yeah, I'll take I'll take that on sale, please. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Great. Like, why would you pass up the opportunity? Yeah. All right. I've taken up a lot of your time. So I'm going to ask you one last question. Oh, fine. Yeah. If you are still on Twitch in a year, <laughs> what is the one thing you would like to see in your content that you're not doing now? Oh. I wasn't ready for a deep question. I thought I would end <laughs> with something. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to, like, you know, go big or go home, you know? Well, yeah, it's big. Um, I mean, this is big. I... This is the longest. This is the longest episode of this show by uh, at least ten minutes. I'm sorry. No, uh, don't I be. I don't mind. Um, Pete Holmes, the comedian, has a two-hour podcast every week um, called "You Made It Weird," and I'm like, I could do. I could do it. <laughs> I don't know how many guests I would get, but I could talk for two hours. I like the sound of my own voice enough. <laughs> like, it's, honestly, it's 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 the job. Um, it is what we do, right? <laughs> yeah. What do I want to, I don't, I genuinely actually don't know. Cause like my goal, mm -hmm. I'm already doing it. Like if I could, you know, like, you know what, in a year, I just want to be able to give back, you know, for the people that are like supporting me now through this adventure, because like I am going through this rough kind of little, you know, dip in the roller coaster with like the job situation mm -hmm. and the like parallelogram that happened. Like I, I want to be able to give back in a year. So like right now, you know, like I want to give back like, you know, happy times, like good times, like smiles and just experiences. And like, you know, I, I want to start vlogging more if I'm being honest and I want to, you know, experience things and like get to meet the people. Honestly, I want to meet people <laughs> mm -hmm. like the people that have been here for me and the friends I've made and like the connections I've made like that's probably my biggest goal is to just to get to meet these people and like get to know get to know them more and I that's I don't know that's that's what I like thrive on I love getting to know these people like you know to them they're just logging into Twitch to watch something but it is so heartwarming when someone genuinely gets excited about telling you about their day and like you know I'm here to listen to you and like I love that. I don't know. I might sound cheesy. It might sound overdone, but like, it's genuinely what makes me happy, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I just, I don't know how yet, 
but in a year i'm hoping i can give back to everybody who's been there for me now and i want it to be something big i don't know what yet but like that is my goal i love that that's really beautiful <laughs> look if you're doing this to make <laughs> other you. people happy that's that's like that's the thing right like mm-hmm. if you go in I, I and i you know i was an actor and like a, a stage comedian before all this before i started streaming <laughs> And like, for me, it's always been about getting the laugh and making people laugh. Like that's, that's just what I thrive on. And that's what I care about more than the other stuff. And I I honestly feel like if you, if you go into entertainment for money, it's a really tough path because the money, the money's there some months and it's not there some months. And like, that's going to be a roller coaster. So if that's what your happiness is based on, your happiness goes on a roller coaster. But if your happiness is like in making other people happy and like focusing on getting the laugh, uh, you know, I, I think that's uh, that's such a, it's the best mentality to have about this. And I'm so glad that you've like, you yeah. know, you found that for yourself. I, I honestly like I'll like, you know, there's been people who have come into stream and they're like, oh, I'm having a terrible day. I'm having a terrible time. And, you know, I I'll respond back to them as best as I possibly can for the situation I'm given. Yeah. And I, you know, will continue on with whatever I'm doing. And I would just like to emphasize I play games. I never state that I'm good at them. I play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, in 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 an hour, in another hour, you know, that same person will be like, wow, I am really happy, you know, like I stumbled upon this or like, you know, you've mm-hmm. made my day, the day just got so much better, whatever. And that is worth more to me than anything 100%. in the world. Yeah. Because like, I know what it's like to go through shitty days, months, years, like I get it. I truly do. So the fact that I can kind of help someone through that means the world to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's someone I'm really passionate about. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm glad we ended there. That's that's so lovely. Uh, before we get out of here, what is the best way for people to find you online? Where are the places you want them to, 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 to flood to? So my Twitch and Twitter are the same handles. They're Half-Blood Terra. Okay. Uh, oh, this is about but... to get complicated, isn't it? Yeah, it is because I forgot my TikTok login. So my TikTok right now is actually TerratoteXO. It's my, it's my, um, it's like the same as my Instagram. So you know how my Instagram's Terratote? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, TikTok is Terratote, but XO afterwards because I don't have access to Half-Blood Terra. Really? Yeah. And I asked like for support a bunch of times and they just keep ignoring me. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. TikTok support is not great yet. <laughs> They'll figure it out. They will for they're a, sure. They yeah. are a babe in the woods. They got, they got, they got stuff to figure out. Yeah, they're still like, you know, they've got like they're, and I know they're gonna keep growing. So I'm just gonna wait for that time. So that's why there's like, you know, the three places you can find me right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's that? And your YouTube is Half Blood Terra. Tara? Half Blood Terra, yeah, yeah, on YouTube as well. So I mean, three out of five isn't bad. Of the same name. <laughs> you know okay? what? Three out of five ain't bad. <laughs> like, like if that was like a percentage of some sort, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. The odds are in my favor. <laughs> all right thanks three (laughs) yeah thanks so much no worries i'll talk to you later have a good one see see what i tell you it was a fun one she is just a delight it was nice to talk to someone who had almost the same childhood in video games that i did it was cool it was cool i'm really excited for uh what's next for her um in uh, the last episode, I should throw this out there. I know I said Panfred Nudo was going to be the next episode. The, the, just some scheduling stuff came up. Honestly, I am so desperate to get him on. I love him so much. So uh, I will have him on the show. 
at some point. There will be a conversation between me and Penfernudo as soon as his work schedule, our streaming schedules, all the schedules align. Uh, but until then, I'm going to try and go back to weekly with this. Although it might go to every other week if another show happens. Uh, just, just, just keep your eyes out. Things, things. We're, we're trying to get a schedule here that is going to be consistent and fun and, and filled with things that we want to make that we think people like. We're trying to find that balance right now. And so I hope that you'll stick with us on this journey. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like the video. Leave some comments down below. If you don't like me, leave mean comments down below. I always say leave mean comments down below, but please, please be nice to Tara. She does not deserve your hate. I do. And uh, so if you want to be mean, be mean to me. The algorithm gods are hungry and we must feed her. As always, you can follow me over at twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. Please go give Tara a follow over at uh, twitch.tv slash halfblood. Tara, and as always, y'all, my name's Nerdy. Do something nerdy tonight. Ah, God, it sounds like I'm saying do me. It's not, that wasn't the point. Do we need a new slogan? Nah. Bye-bye. <laughs>